We welcome you to the Lutheran Prayer Hour. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, from Matthew, the ninth chapter. And getting into a boat, Jesus crossed over and came to his own city, and behold, some people brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, my son, your sins are forgiven. And behold, some of the scribes said to themselves, This man is blaspheming. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Rise and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he then said to the paralytic, Rise, pick up your bed, and go home. And he rose, and he went home. When the crowd saw it, they were afraid, and they glorified God, who had given such authority to men. This is the word of the Lord.
Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus said, Take heart, my son, your sins are forgiven. And the scribes said Jesus was blaspheming, claiming to do what only God can do. Only God can forgive sins. There's a way in which that's true. God has given the law, and thus only he can forgive what it requires. Sin is twisting his good creation in order for the world. As we learn to say about each commandment, we should fear and love God so that we do not break them, but instead keep and promote them. A violation of His commandments by what we do or leave undone is a violation of His character. Our sin is against God and His goodness even before it hurts or neglects our neighbor or ourselves. God, then, must be the one who forgives He's the one who possesses that authority. But there's another way in which only God can forgive sins. Only God can reconcile the great division that sin brings between us. Only His holiness can overcome evil. And that's why God's Son has to become a man in Jesus Christ. He forgives us by everything that He does. We know he forgives us by his cross, he satisfies God's justice, he makes peace with, what his, with his Father for us. We know he forgives by his resurrection, he overcomes death and leaves our sins buried forever. But the rest of his life is also for our forgiveness. Jesus alone is the one who loves God and neighbor fully. So whenever he heals someone like today's paralyzed man, he is undoing the effects that sin has caused in damaging our world. The scribes thought that Jesus was lying, claiming God's authority. In a way, they were more right than they knew. If only God can forgive sin, well, here he was, standing before them doing it. But that isn't what is being revealed in today's gospel. This isn't God popping in to do something that he could just as easily have done over the phone. Jesus wanted them, the crowds, and us to go away knowing for sure that it is not only God who forgives sins. Most people really believe, as the Pharisees did, that only God can forgive. Only God can judge, they say, too. They believe that that happens far away from us, deep in God's heart. It happens in heaven. Maybe you think this is the way it is. That is what the defensive phrase, let God be the judge, means. They think that God's judgment, whether that's a judgment to forgive or condemn, happens secretly far away and certainly can't be seen or known by anyone on earth. And you know that whatever is out of sight usually is out of our minds, too. Even if we dare to say that God judges me, we don't fear that judgment as we ought. We don't believe or expect that judgment which means that we lose track also of the wonderful judgment that God makes in Christ, namely, that we are acquitted, not guilty, forgiven. The way that we think about God's forgiveness shows up in how we act toward each other, too. 
Think of that verse from 1 John again. No one can love God whom he has not seen if he doesn't love his brother whom he has seen. Where does forgiveness happen? I think that we've come to believe that it happens in our hearts, quietly and silently. The proof is just how little those words, I forgive you, ever come out of our mouths. We believe that forgiveness is private and secret and depends only on me and my feelings. And yet, how often is it the ones who say, Oh, I've forgiven him, who seem to be the most bitter and angry? These thoughts show we really don't believe in the forgiveness of sins, as we said we did in the Creed. It's become kind of pretend for us. And if we're pretending with our neighbors, well, when we find ourselves before God's judgment, we are going to find his forgiveness to be just as we believed it. Pretend. Well, God does not want pretend forgiveness. And that's why Jesus doesn't ignore these evil thoughts of the Pharisees or you and I. He says, I am going to heal this man so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. And the most important phrase in that statement is, on earth. God forgives sins on earth. He does it out loud, not abstractly. And the crowds were amazed, and they praised God, not because of the healing, but because he had given such authority to men. The healing wasn't the amazing thing. It was the authority to forgive sins on earth. And as the text says, this authority is given not just to one man, but to men. So it was that Jesus said to Peter and to all the disciples, whatever you bind or loose on earth will be bound or loosed in heaven. And so he breathed on his disciples and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you withhold forgiveness, it is withheld. We call this the office of the keys, that special and unique authority which is only found among Christians, only in the church on earth, to forgive the sins of repentant sinners, but to withhold forgiveness from the unrepentant as long as they do not repent. The authority that only God possesses in himself, the divine authority to forgive sins and to declare, like a judge does, not guilty, that authority has been given to the church. As Jesus said after his resurrection, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. The Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. But Jesus goes on, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing and teaching. The authority is given to men, because the Lord wants the forgiveness of sins to be proclaimed now, here on earth. He wants his judgment, the judgment that we might expect, to be rendered at the end of the world, to be announced today before that great day. Ah, now, but which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven or rise and walk? I know which one is harder. I know which word is almost never said by husbands and wives or by neighbors or by Christians one to another and even between congregations and their pastors. 
it's I forgive you. Instead, we say, oh, that's okay. Or we move on, we tell ourselves that we have. Only a fool would try to say to a paralytic, it's okay, just move on. That's a power that only God's Son on earth has. But the power to forgive sins is greater. And that Lord has given it to his church, to pastors in their public office, and to each Christian in their various vocations and relationships. So why are we so timid? Repent. And take heart. Take courage. That's what the Lord says. Because your sins are forgiven. Our many sins and our deep unbelief paralyze us. But God has come in the flesh to heal you. To do what only God can do. To exercise his divine authority. Not for condemnation. But for salvation. He has authority to lay down his life as a sacrifice for sins. And he has authority to take up his life again. He has authority both to absolve and to raise you as well. And he gives this authority to men. It's the greatest joy on earth. He's given the authority to speak on his behalf that the words that we hear would be his very own, with the full power of his blood. That's what that little phrase, in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, in the absolution, means. It means that you hear Jesus whenever you hear me speak according to his divine command or any other minister of his word. God wants you not to think, not to feel, not to assume or guess, but to know that he has the authority to forgive your sins on earth. And only to know it in this way, by being forgiven yourself. Everything in the Christian church is ordered to this end, that we daily receive nothing but the forgiveness of sins. Whatever great shame you bear, whatever fears paralyze you, whatever guilt nags at your gut even now, or whatever great bitterness and hurt you have, take heart. Submit to Christ's authority. But his authority is this, to forgive you, to speak the real, audible word from his cross here to you now on earth, and to put the holy body and the precious blood of the God who alone can forgive right into you. By these gifts, the Lord is going to reveal that your sins and pains are now in his body. And they are nailed to his cross and they are taken away. And he will show you also that your neighbor's sins, even your enemy's sins, are right there too. That Christ's atoning authority on earth has been exercised for all men. And what is necessary is that they, you and I, would hear it so that we may believe it. A great authority is worthless wherever it isn't recognized or used. So, dear saints, take heart. Get your pastor by the ear and make use of this great gift, this office of the keys, this authority given to men to forgive sins on earth. This is the very authority that causes sinners to rise and to walk and to glorify God, sometimes even before the last day. 
The absolution is the very living voice of the gospel, the very voice of Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of your faith. It is so real, it is so awesome and weighty a thing that sinners fear it. And that's why the Lord says to you, as he did to the paralytic, take heart, be of good courage. He will not let his word fall silent. You must hear it also. You must receive it. You must know. If you cannot find it within yourself to forgive or be forgiven, anything more than a pretend forgiveness, well, I know why. It's because you've looked in the wrong place. You won't find forgiveness in yourself. But you will find it where Christ's absolution and his holy supper are given out as he authorized. These are where we obtain courage to forgive and comfort those real sinners in our life by first receiving real forgiveness and comfort ourselves. Come and hear it. This is the greatest power and authority on earth. Take heart, dear children. Your sins are forgiven. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.
Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. The Lutheran Prayer Hour is brought to you each Sunday morning by the Lutheran Congregations of the Missouri Synod in southeast North Dakota. This morning's broadcast was conducted by the Reverend Sean Denzer, visitor of the Southeast Circuit and pastor at Peace Lutheran Church in Barney, which sponsored it. If you have no church of your own, we extend a cordial invitation to hear God's Word with us at one of our Southeast Circuit congregations. You can find service times, sermons, and other information for the faithful Lutheran Church nearest you at sendlcms.org. That's S-E-N-D-L-C-M-S dot O-R-G, including to join us at Barney on 10.30 each Sunday morning. If you have any questions about the Bible, the Lutheran Church, or any comment regarding this broadcast, address them to KBMW 605 Dakota Avenue, Wahpeton, North Dakota, 58075. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.